You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Our number two fantasy football frenzy overreaction Monday FNTSY radio. Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, rocking along with Wall Street, Matt Medica, the accuracy expert, the all-in kid, Jake Seeley. Dr. A, joining us in a couple moments, let you know what's up with Robert Woods. Also, give you some more injury news and notes as we get ready to turn the page to Week 12. And Week 12 starts in a few short days on Thursday. Week 12 starts Thanksgiving Day, and we'll be live beginning at 8 a.m. Eastern Time on Thanksgiving, taking you all the way up until noon, getting you ready for kickoff. So it's going to be a fun day right here from Studio 34. Man, I'm going to start with you because you're the Buffalo Bills fan. And I mentioned this earlier, and I think you disagreed with me. Sean McDermott needs to make a public apology to Tyrod Taylor because that was horrific. The fact that they benched that dude, this guy Peterman comes and throws five picks, and, you, and within a half you got to turn around and go right back to Tyrod Taylor? Sad. Uh, look, Sad. He, uh, McDermott needs to come out and say, I made a mistake. I don't know if he needs to make a public apology to Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor's a grown man. He's a professional athlete True. getting paid very well. It was the wrong move. And it look, he looked like a fool. <laughs> you know, he yeah. really and he had to be dying to put Tyrod in, but knew he had to at least go a half with this kid. And it just got worse and worse. Jake, when something like this happens, my first thought is that, that McDermott is too smart of a dude. They were, they were doing too well for this man to be this out of it. It's got to be somebody upstairs. It's got to be somebody in that front office. This can't come from the head coach, right? Uh, I think it can. I don't know. He's that smart of a dude. This, this team hasn't looked that great since he's taken over. There's definitely question marks we could start throwing for decisions he's made from the day he's walked into the way this team has performed. I mean, there's just a lot to be thrown out there. and. I understand the thought. We talked about it last week is the fact that Nate Peterman was more of a pro-style offense. He obviously thought he fits the system better, but it didn't work out yesterday. There's a lot of poor decisions being made. You can't throw all of them on him, but it's just even if you take one or two away, it's still a miserable performance. He did come out and say it was him. I mean, maybe he's covering for the GM. I think he's covering for somebody. The one thing that was interesting that I heard, I don't know if watching the game or whatever, somebody saying that, or afterwards, that the players, there were certain players that did not like the move, but yeah. they bought into the man behind the move. Me and McDermott. Yeah. So Not Peterman. Yeah, no, not Peterman. Okay. And, you know, it was interesting to see, even in that first half when Peterman was still out there, they were huddled up on the sideline. Yeah. And the guy talking to everybody was Tyrod Taylor. So, I mean, that just spoke volumes to me. So, remember, yes, remember last week I was telling you all about the team I had where... Got the big matchup coming in week 12, so I wanted to get Brissett. Got Brissett, forgot he was on a bye. Other quarterback was Tyrod Taylor. Now I don't have no quarterback. But then Antonio Brown came out and scored 42 points. So after I picked Brissett up, the, like, the roster automatically put Brissett in as the starting quarterback. And yesterday, right before kickoff, I was checking that lineup, and I said, you know what? Let me put Tyrod Taylor in here just in case. And sure enough, I got 24 points from Tyrod Taylor and a half of work. So thank you very much. Smiles on the fantasy executive. All in kid to hop off for a minute. We'll come back. We'll get Dr. A up. Go over injury stuff. We'll go YouTube live also. Bring the all in kid back. 844-843-6879. Fantasy Football Frenzy Overreaction Monday. 
Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com slash premium and learn more about our awesome product. To head down to the A and talk to my man, Dr. A from Inside Injuries. They took the Georgia Dome down this morning. Georgia Dome only like 25 years old. Crazy. This Bill Stadium is all willy-nilly whenever they want to. I just saw the best thing, though. Like, I just saw the tweet of the best thing ever. Tonight at 10 p.m. Eastern time on CNN, they're going to be sitting down with LeVar Ball. This is going to be must-watch television. <laughs> this is going to be must-watch television. Set your DVRs, 10 p.m. tonight on CNN, the liberal media. LeVar Ball is going to be sitting down. Oh, I thought you were going to say Chance the Rapper on Saturday Night Live. Dude, that was hilarious. Skit. That hockey skit was that pretty funny. Chance the Rapper on SNL was absolutely, he killed it. I got to give him props for that. They, they did a good job with that. Enough about that, though. Time to talk to my guy, Dr. A, Inside Injuries, InsideInjuries.com. Let me see. Oh, boy, I got to find the email with all the stuff on it, Doc. Hold on. Good morning, Doc. I got to find the email with the players' names on it, Doc. Good morning, Doc. How you doing, buddy? Good morning, guys. How are you guys on this Monday morning? Hey, Doc, you know what? I feel pretty good for the most part. All of my guys that I really needed got through Sunday with no major injuries to, 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 uh, to worry about. But we do have some injuries that we do got to get into. And I want to start off. We've seen a lot of broken legs this year. And the young man, Chris Thompson, broke his leg yesterday. When a player breaks his leg this late into the season, the broken fibula, this late fibula, fibula, whatever, this late into the season, when can we expect him to be fully ready? Do you think he's ready for training camp? Yeah, he'll be he'll be ready for training camp. Um, you know, it always is usually associated with a significant roll of the ankle, which you saw in Chris Thompson's case. You know, he had a pretty pretty bad uh, uh, leg roll up uh, from behind. Uh, when he was trying to block Kirk Cousins um, and tackled near the sideline. So all the force is transmitted up the, up the leg, and usually the thinnest bone of the lower leg, which is the fibula, gets all of the force, and then it fractures, basically, and that's kind of what happens. So that needs to be sort of um, you know lined up again and uh, put in a, you know sort of a plate with some screws to line it up, let it heal. Likely there was a lot of ligament damage um, because with that kind of force, there's usually some ligament damage on the outside of the ankle. So that all needs to heal and possibly re- require surgery to reimplant or to graft um, some new ligaments, um, you know, to stabilize the ankle. As you guys know, running backs with their ankle injuries, that is the number one injury that will affect their performance. So um, this is not surprising. He, um, you know, every year we see a bunch of running backs that have a significant amount of ankle roll-ups, and this is usually the most severe. Hey, Doc, good morning. Uh, Let's talk about the cover boy we have here on the YouTube page, Robert Woods. He's been fantastic the last three weeks, but was reportedly seen in a sling after the game. 
Yeah, so the interesting thing here is um, I was asked about uh, this guy probably several times before the uh, draft, and the, the, the words out of my mouth were high risk, high reward, basically. I mean, he has an elevated injury risk, but he is in peak health um, in terms of, you know, the, having this injury impact his play. So he's doing pretty good. Grade three right now is what we are predicting that his shoulder injury is. Um, it may go down and improve to a grade two. He had knee and foot injuries in 2016. The team is saying that it, they don't believe this to be serious, but, but um, you know, uh, I really believe that this is a grade two. I think it's uh, less likely it's a grade three. Right now we're predicting the worst until he gets the MRI, and it may go down to a grade two. Optimal recovery time for a grade three is seven weeks. Optimal recovery time for a grade two is three weeks. So it's a big difference. Right now he's at high injury risk, but we shall see once this MRI comes out. I know you don't, don't have the x-ray or anything, Doc, but maybe you saw the injury looking at the mechanism or something like that. Is it a collarbone? Is it what? A labrum? What Do you know exactly what kind of, you know, you say what grade it is, but what do you know what the exact injury would be? No, the tough thing about it is the team is being very, very hush-hush mm-hmm. about exactly where the injury occurred. But usually a grade three uh, shoulder involves either the labrum or it involves um, the rotator cuff or a, a non-displaced collarbone fracture. He's in a sling. Usually a sl- uh, you know, the usually a sling. Um, you know, I think if he had a collarbone fracture, we would, you know, we would have uh, heard about it already. I truly believe this is some sort of intrinsic ligament or uh, some sort of uh, rotator cuff abnormality. So we'll just wait and see. All right. So there you go. We'll wait for the MRI results. Obviously, FNTSY Radio, we got you covered as news breaks. Marshawn Lattimore, young rookie defensive back for the New Orleans Saints. He goes down yesterday. Doc, he's a big part of that defense. When can the Saints expect to see him back on the field? Yeah, uh, grade two ankle sprain right now, uh, so no tear, which is good. These guys can come back uh, relatively quickly. depends how fast they heal. Uh, the biggest thing is right now the optimal recovery time is about, you know, four weeks. But, you know, if he heals quickly, we've seen some guys come back after two weeks. So I would say a minimum of two weeks. Um, you know, he's at elevated injury risk right now, 20%. No, uh, didn't go any higher than that, so that's a good sign. If he does heal, he'll go back down to 11%, 12%, and he should be good to go. Same thing, cornerbacks have same sort of issues like uh, wide receivers do when it comes to ankle sprains. So um, it's, not, it's not a hamstring injury, which is good. It's an ankle injury. If he just lets it heal and rest, he should be upgraded to a grade 1 and to a soft tissue injury relatively quickly. Hey, Doc. Uh, yesterday, fantasy owners were uh, pretty much holding their breath, waiting to hear the news about Leonard Fournette. He was activated, and he rushed the ball 28 times for over 100 yards. But he did say that the ankle would be a problem rest of the season. And what's your diagnosis on top of that? I think he was very lucky that he was playing the Cleveland Browns. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, um, if you look at the defensive uh, line uh, of the Cleveland Browns, they're really banged up. I mean, I don't, I mean obviously, you got to work hard every week, you know, as a running back in the NFL. But when you compare it to, uh, you know, what he had to deal with, I mean, you know, I, I think he, I think he lucked out there. I think he's correct. You know, that's why we said that he is still at, you know, high injury risk. Uh, his durability through the season, he still has been sort of ineffective or missed games or missed significant time at least in 50% of his games up till this point. So even though he had a good game against the Browns, 
Um, I'm not sure who they play next week, but, um, you know, I would be really, really cautious again, um, you know, because, uh, like he said, it doesn't feel right. He's playing on it. Um, if he goes up against a really strong defense, you know, there's an increased risk of injury uh, more than it was this week. So, you know, I, I would, um, you know, I would still keep him at high injury risk and be ready for a backup as soon as possible if you hear anything. Talking to Dr. A, InsideInjuries.com, the Inside Injuries app. Make sure you get it done right now. Um, Doc, Duke Johnson, what's the deal with him? So I think, I think uh, it's, it's fine. A grade one shoulder injury could be just a soft tissue, nothing really intrinsic. Uh, he aggravated it, um, but, you know, he played through it. Uh, this is a less than one week recovery time. He was low and above average before, and he's remaining exactly where he is. So we're predicting that this injury is not really a significantly impactful injury. Plus, for running backs and shoulder injuries, these minor shoulder injuries really don't affect them too much from an injury risk standpoint. That's what, you know, statistically speaking, it's really their lower body is that gets affected. But really, the upper body, if, if, unless it's a ribcage, but if it's a minor shoulder injury, you know, I wouldn't take that into too much consideration and this is what it looks like it is hey doc um kirk cousins got i mean he really took a shot yesterday he didn't miss a snap i I was quite surprised by that but on the short week is there anything for us to be concerned about um you know i he didn't even require any uh clearance of protocol i may have gotten the wind knocked out of him a little bit but it sounds like that uh, he has uh, cleared, you know, what didn't even go into concussion protocol. He came right back out on the next play. So, um, I, you know, we don't really see anything here. We looked at the videos. Um, you know, right now, you know, he should be fine. Um, unless we hear anything otherwise, he's at low in peak health as he's been all season. Okay, yeah, the reason I asked real quick was I know, like, Philip Rivers put himself into it. Like after that game on yeah. Sunday, like you know the next day, so that was why I was. These quarterbacks, you're not really going to yeah. get these co- quarterbacks out the game. Yeah, huh? no. Yeah, no, and, and also I would say, um, I would say the biggest thing here is is that I, quarterbacks put themselves into this protocol just to make sure that they are okay. I mean, there's a heightened sensitivity of brain, uh, you know, neurological issues if they if a concussion goes undiagnosed. So <coughs> even oh, yeah, if you hear. Yeah, man, I'm suffering from a little cold here, so you got to bear with me. Even the doctors get sick some that, yeah. sometimes, you know. I hit it, doc. Uh, but uh, but what the biggest thing is is that you may even if you see him put himself into concussion protocol this week, it's likely just a precaution, and he'll play. He'll be fine. He's at low low injury risk and peak health. He really has no significant injury history, so you know he should be good to go for the next game. I wish I had some more time, doc. I had one more question left. These guys just played on Sunday. They turn around and come right back on Thursday. Three big games on Thanksgiving. How much of an effect on the body is that? If you could tell me in a couple seconds or less. Well, I'd, I would say the really minor injuries that would make it, uh, have an effect, but a grade three, a grade two, three, and a, I mean that has no effect. I mean two days really won't matter. But the soft tissue and the grade ones probably need a couple more days. That would help. But there's no significant increase injury risk. Um, you know. Uh, when you compare Thursday to Saturday, to Sunday. All right, there you go right there. That is Dr. A, Inside Injuries, InsideInjuries.com, the Inside Injuries app. Also got some breaking news. The Denver Broncos have fired their offensive coordinator, Mike McCoy. Discuss that when we come back right here. Fantasy Football Frenzy, Overreaction Monday on FNTSY Radio.
the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network is your free fantasy source 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. You can catch this show and many others live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, iHeartRadio, or TuneIn Radio. Want to listen on your computer at work? Go to FNTSY.com slash radio or check us out on YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page where you can ask questions, discuss topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your questions on the air. The number is 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 days a year fantasy sports network of its kind without a subscription. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your fantasy source. Denver Broncos firing offensive coordinator Mike McCoy. They only average 18 points a game on the season, so that's the problem. Yeah, it's his fault. I was going to say it's pretty difficult to average more than that when your uh, quarterbacks are Trevor Simeon and Brock Osweiler. 183 points in total on the season. That's 24th in the NFL. The abrupt stop to the music is, is, is ridiculous. That's 24th in the NFL. It makes me feel uncomfortable. Um, I don't know what the hell's going on. I think somebody did something to Don Burns. I get worried. Like somebody came in the studio and, you know what I'm saying, in the control room. Well, the thing is, you, they weren't firing the head coach, so somebody had to go. Somebody had to go because they wasn't going to get rid of John Elway either. Uh, a couple of pieces of uh, uh, just things that ran across my mind over the past couple of minutes. 844 uh 10 p.m. tonight on CNN. <laughs> LeVar Ball is going to be on CNN at 10 p.m. tonight. Set your DVRs. I guarantee you it's going to be water cooler talk tomorrow morning. I'm looking I mean, forward not for nothing, no matter what you think of Trump, that guy should be, be thanking Trump, if anything. Got it sent out 10 years, so I don't... We'll see what happens. I'm interested to see... Oh, what I don't think he's going to. I think I'm he's interested gonna, to see what LeVar yeah. Ball has to say tonight, so... Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a circus show. I really yeah, don't yeah. care what he has to say, but it's just entertainment. Yeah, no, it's good entertainment, and, and you know, he don't, you know, it, it's LeVar Ball. You feel what I'm saying? So, public enemy number one, Mr. Ball on CNN. It's going to be interesting. I'll be watching that. I had a homeboy hit me up yesterday, sent me a text message, one of my good buddies, right? And he was like, um, yo, your advice has been spot on all year. But you were dead wrong when you said that it was time to cut Tariq Cohen. And I'm like... Stop. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, Jake. Yes. I can't. Come on, man. So I had to email. I sent him a text back. I'm like, how many times did he touch the football? You know what I'm saying? More than he ever, more than he did the three previous weeks combined. It was the second highest snap count of the season. Stop. There you go. There you go, Matt. Come on, Matt. Well, look, if you listen to the last week, remember how, how ludicrous and laughable that was when they came out and said, well, they couldn't give Tariq Cohen the ball. Because teams know that, that it was coming to him, but they had no problem giving it to Benny Cunningham. <laughs> so, I mean, that's just, I was shocked that they actually got him the ball, which was, you know, the right thing to do, and it was good to see, but I, you know, I did not expect that from John Fox's led team. No, I did not. I did, I did not either. 844 Oh, hold on. Go ahead. It's John Fox. We should always expect it's it true from too. John Fox. Has, has coaching passed John Fox like his past Mike McCoy? Oh, I didn't know who you were asking. Yeah, John Fox has been passed along. I don't know that John Fox was ever that great. I don't think he was. I've stated that He's been carried times. a lot by the talent he had. 
Yeah, it's a, it's not hard to get to the Super Bowl when you have Peyton Manning and you have like historic seasons. Yeah, exactly. And look, that that uh, look, I give them credit with the Panthers team. That was Jake DeLome. Yeah, Jake. They got hot and stuff. Great run, but I mean, this, I think he was a good coordinator, and I think many coaches are good coordinators. Few actually can make that jump, and those are the real good coaches. I wonder why the Panthers been to the Super Bowl twice since the Cowboys have. I don't like that. Dude, I haven't been to the playoffs in seventeen years. <laughs> <laughs> there was a, actually there was a crazy stat yesterday, Corey, that somebody tweeted out. I'm trying to find it so I can find the year, but it was the so because the Redskins lost, now it's the record whatever season in a row that they won't win eleven games. It's the longest standing record of everybody. Like this includes the Browns have won eleven games since the last time they have, and all it was just crazy. I think it goes all the way back to like the sixties since the last That's time they crazy. won eleven games or something ridiculous like that. I think DC football what? has won right the now. NFC East once since nineteen ninety. We either once or twice the RG three year, and they may have won. They may have they've won the NFC East twice since nineteen ninety. And unfortunately, that one year was Mark Rippin had that like insane year. Remember when they beat the Bills in the Super Bowl. Yeah, but that was I think that was 1990 though. Yeah, but I'm saying so, that, that, that yeah, yeah. one year that, that, that happened to be. That, that's know, it. This, that's it. I mean, I don't know what Mark Rippin had to be on something because that guy was never good before or after. Yeah, or after. <laughs> hey, Matt, wait a minute. Wait, a minute. I thought the Buffalo Bills ain't been in the playoffs in 17 years. It was 2000. The Motor City Miracle. I was going to say, wasn't they in the Music City Miracle? The Music City Miracle was 17 that, years ago. They, that was when they benched Doug Flutie. Yeah, week Makes seven. You feel old. Yeah, week 17. Wow. Whatever. They were like, oh, it's a meaningless game against the Colts with terrible time, and they put Rob Johnson in, and they were like, you know what? We're gonna. It was the owner. It, I mean, Wade Phillips did not make that call. That was the owner. Oh, no, it's not. What? Go ahead. Oh yeah, I mean it was the owner. So ever since then, I called the the, the curse of Doug Flutie. Wow, I seventeen years ago. What, what, what was your stat? Jake? 20, 26 straight seasons that they haven't won eleven games. It's still the longest in the NFL by far. Everybody else has won eleven games. Good, good for them. I'm happy too. <laughs> the Music City Miracle. That was a good Buffalo team. D- Doug Flutie had a. He was playing really well. I mean Flutie. He just got railroaded so bad. I mean, Rob Johnson got the start in that game and didn't even have ten. He, I think, he had ten completions total. It was, I, it was, it was even. Hey, look, that was the stupidest move. And yet, and yesterday in uh, Los Angeles was another really stupid move. What was that? Oh, they, they put Peterman in. Like oh, you said. yeah, that was. If you wanted to make a move, you, look, they, they've hinted at it early on in the uh, before the season, but at least try and trade this guy at least before then, or at least give him the chance for this team to fall out of the wild card before you do it. But, I wonder what it is about Tyrod Taylor that make people just said, like not want to be around. Like the, it seems like the fans, the players, and stuff love him, but like the organizations are like, let's get rid of this guy. The only guy they said that was re- they said that Rex Ryan was. Like his biggest supporter, yeah. it was uh, Whaley that didn't like him and stuff. But they said out of like the last couple of years, you hear like, nobody seems to want Tyrod Taylor. But supposedly Rex was his biggest supporter. Jake, we, me, you, you've been a, you've been a big proponent of Tyrod Taylor and, and how and how good he can be, what he can do for fantasy teams and for NFL team. I don't I don't get it. No, no, for oh, fantasy, I never said okay, for yeah. NFL team. It was just he's pure fantasy. I never. No, no, no. Don't put the NFL on me. All right, cool. Don't you put that evil on yeah, me. Well, see, that's, I, mean, I mean, that's what I, I try and say. Like, I think people may misinterpret at times. For fantasy, yeah, he's good. 
But they think he's like when they see what he the numbers he puts up in fantasy, they automatically think like hey, he's not the worst quarterback in the NFL. You know, I think he's top twenty, maybe that sixteen to twenty range, like that, high teens. But I th- I think they need regardless. The best thing that happened yesterday, as a Bills fan, for me was Peterman throwing those five picks. Yeah, because we're going to go out and get a quarterback in the draft next year. You don't think it's possible that Peterman going to be the starting quarterback again next week, it- do you? I, I, I think he loses that locker room. He does that. <laughs> then it's definitely season over. There will be mutiny on that team. All right, 844-843-6879. Jake, Cameron Brayton needs to be on the bench until Jameis Winston returns, right? 100%. Yep. If Ryan Fitzpatrick just doesn't look to him. Uh, 100%. I don't see it. Make, make America break. I got impeached. <laughs> By the way, speaking of people like quarterbacks, Corey, I forgot to tell you this on Friday. I, I demoted. You can't see him now. I, I demoted Marcus Mariota at that interception game. Yeah. And then Pop, Dun- Pop Dungeon got me a nice Lawrence Taylor one up here. Oh, oh, that is a nice LT one. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You see, the, have y'all seen the uh, LT commercial with Joe Theismann? Yeah, and what's crazy? That was weird. It's like let's laugh, laugh about my brother. Yeah, let's laugh about when you ended my career. Yeah, no, <laughs> I got. I'll give Joe Theismann props because I think it was like whatever the year that the, they retired LT's jersey. Yeah, it was the Monday Night Football game, and Theismann was doing the uh, ESPN pregame thing. Yeah, and they had LT on. He was. He was probably enhanced. No, it was an LT. He was enhanced. So they're doing the interview. It's him on the field, Theismann and somebody else in the studio. And somebody said something to him. I guess maybe he took the wrong way or he was just in a bad mood. And he goes, Joe, remember when I I broke you, Joe? I broke. And I was like, damn. Lawrence Taylor don't care. Lawrence Taylor's a savage. When I saw the thing about the leg, I was like, you know what? He said much worse to him. (laughs) (laughs) Lawrence Taylor don't have no cut. (laughs) Lawrence Taylor's still a scary dude right now. Yeah. Um... 844-843-6879. Let's go out to Danny in Ohio. Danny, what's up? Hey, hey guys. How's it going? Uh, first of all, I want to thank you guys for what you do. You guys got me a big win this week. I got 180 points. Yeah, I scored 180 mm-hmm. points. 186. Wow, that's good. Jeez. Yeah, I had, I had Big Ben and uh, Browns this week. Yeah, so Keenan Allen, too. Out. <laughs> Keenan Allen, Devontae Adams. No. I wish I did. <laughs> okay, well, you already scored 186. How can we help you? Danny, you sound like you should be helping us. How can we help you, though? Um, I just want to get you guys' take. I have Kareem Hunt. I'm kind of worried about um, him for the rest of the season. Um, so I just want to get you guys' take on that. Somebody. I I'm going to take a guess. You probably got more things to worry about in your team than Kareem Hunt. I'm I'm going to stick with this kid. I'm not. Look, he's gotten 10 points like three the last three consecutive weeks. Touchdowns will come. Uh, I mean, the Bills haven't stopped anybody on the ground. Jake, the matchup looks good. It's going to be the matchup is going to be great in Week Number Twelve against the Buffalo Bills. But you got a lot of panic in Kareem Hunt owners right now. Starting Kareem Hunt every single week. I don't know how you don't, and I'm not too worried about it. Honestly, it's a great matchup, and he's still putting up the yards. It's just the touchdowns haven't been there. He's getting yards in the passing game. He's getting yards in the running game. He's been productive on his per touch basis. It's just the touchdowns. The touchdowns were regressing after that terrific start. Now they're going to start coming back around. He's going to score at some point. You can't keep putting up 70 to 100 yards every single week and not find the end zone. Yeah. Hey, do we, I don't think we have enough time for the next caller. We have a call on the line. John in Denver. Is that John Elway? <laughs> Could be. I, I, I think we save him for after. Yeah, we save John Elway for after the break. And this way, maybe we'll find out. We go firsthand to see what Elway was talking Why, about, what about what his team is, being soft. What the hell happened with Kirkpatrick yesterday? I was listening. 
He like had a pick six and just dropped the ball or something. That had the Bengals yeah. defense. He dropped. He was returning and he just fumbled it away, but he recovered it. Oh my goodness! But he didn't get the he didn't get the touchdown. Yo, <laughs> the, the defenders yeah. want to get involved with the touchdown celebration so bad. Did you see the incomplete pass? The dude scoops up like it was an interception and ran <laughs> to the house, and the whole defense ran behind him and they posing in the end zone. I'm like. Is it that serious, defenders? You'll get your time. You'll get your time. Taking your phone calls, 844-843-6879. Overreaction Monday right here. We got John Elway on the line. <laughs> when we come back, we talk to the Elway. If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. Four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Telephone number. Get involved. Overreaction Monday. Fantasy football frenzy. I want to give a shout out to Tom Savage for continuing to throw the ball to DeAndre Hopkins. You might get a game ball tomorrow for that, just because of that. I also want to give a shout out to Blaine Gabbard for continuing to throw the ball to Larry Fitzgerald. That's all I really care about with your two teams. Um, Adrian Peterson was what I thought Adrian Peterson was. Fourteen for twenty six. This is like a good week, a bad week. You probably have a little bit more Adrian Peterson love uh, moving forward. Uh, Bruce Ellington got it done, 6 for 63. Jake, people was like, yo, should I pull up, pick up Bruce Ellington? I was like, no. I guess I made a mistake. No, that, that has a lot to do with the fact of other people being out and just being the secondary option. I, I wouldn't be in it. I would have trusted in my lineup yeah. yesterday. Mm-mm. No way. No way. Savage. No way, man. I, 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 figured, I figured with Savage, there's nobody but, but, uh, but, hot, but D-Hop. Yeah, look, I mean... I understood the Ellington love, but it's savage. Yeah. <laughs> but, but more importantly, is it me or does something smell like fried chicken in here? Because it's starting to drive me a little nuts. I, I, will, I, will, I, didn't, I don't smell it, but if that, I'm going to go outside and check in the break. <laughs> I know that much. Uh, a popular play yesterday, Jake, uh, in DFS circles was Jermaine Gresham. And then Ricky Seals Jr. And then, not Jr. Then Ricky Seals Jones <laughs> happened. Who in the hell is Ricky Seals Jones? The tight end behind him. It's the random tight end. What do you? That's all he is. There's nothing more to tell you. I give you the tail of the tape on Ricky Seals Jones. He's 22 years old. He's six five, 243 pounds. He's from Houston, Texas. H Town, stand up. He's a rookie. He's the year the rookie tight end. I kind of, I kind of like Ricky Seals Jr. better though. Yeah, that was that is a cooler name. Oh, we should have been on top of this. Ricky Seals. He was playing in his hometown. hometown. Yeah. Darn it, we missed yeah. it. Hometown game. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> or you could have just played Mercedes Lewis and picked him up. Mercedes. 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 That's what the BFFs do. They come up next, 11 a.m. Eastern time right here, FNTSY Radio. Overreaction Monday, head out to the telephone line. I do believe we have John Elway. John in Denver, good morning. Guys, how are you doing? Is this John? Is this is this John Elway? 
This is not, and my fantasy team is not soft. Um, I'm actually, truth be told, from uh, Detroit to begin with, so Shout I know what soft D. looks like for the last 25 no, years. No, no doubt. <laughs> What's up, John and Denver? So, How can uh, we help you this morning? Quick question for you guys. Yeah, so uh, first year playing fantasy football. Hey, just how you like it so far? Full point PPR. How you like it well, so far? Well, I'm sitting on nine and one, so nice. I'm liking it so far. Cool. Um, question for you guys: My wide receiver situation just rest of season, just trying to get sorted out. So, running back, we're sitting on Gurley and Kamara. Wide receiver, we got Julio, and then I took some bad advice and sat Keenan this week for Juju. And uh, still ended up winning, but just trying to figure out that situation for the rest of the year. And then Howard at flex. Uh, Jordan Howard, that is? That is. Sounds pretty good. Um, so I don't have no problem with it. Sounds pretty good. Who was that, who was that lead that was tied, Gurley? Just make sure you get you some Benny Cunningham, you know, for, your, uh, for a little bit of depth as the handcuff. Uh, as far as Keenan Allen and, and, and um, Juju go, I think that's a matchup. Play the rest of the way. More than likely really? to match up. But that, I, more than likely the matchup would always go Keenan Allen. Hey, Matt, you think Keenan Allen, that was, uh, Keenan Allen has been a oh, dog yeah, until yesterday. I'm not saying he's going to put up yeah. know, 40 points every week. But in a PPR format, I mean, I got to assume he's going to get the catches going. Look, the season's not over. The season's not over. I'm going with him over Juju. I think Juju can have more. Look, Juju's been good. He had... Prior to the Thursday night game, he had two really solid weeks. He's gotten some touchdowns, but he hasn't but Matt, been. The thing about it is, the fantasy season ends in weeks thirteen, so like the fantasy season is really like kind of over. Okay. And yeah. Keenan Allen's been a disappointment. Well, I don't want to say a disappointment, next, but I don't know. Next two weeks, my seasons are on the line. I'm rolling with Keenan Allen. I did to the playoffs. I'm winning championships with Keenan Allen. That's the way I feel. Keenan Allen the rest of the way, Jake. Matt's, Matt, Matt feels pretty confident about it. I can see you playing matchups with Keenan Allen and, and Smith-Schuster the rest of the way in the PPR. Well, first of all, that John Denver is full of sh- No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so if you look at, <laughs> oh, John Denver. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah good. I was waiting for that. Fooled I, me. I, I was surprised I was the only one that caught that one. Yeah. So in any case, Ken, no, there's no way I'm benching Keenan Allen for Juju Smith-Schuster in a PPR. Not only the fact that they got Cleveland and Dallas the next two weeks. If I'm trying to make your Week 13, Corey, I'm making it against Cleveland and Dallas with Keenan Allen. All right. Okay. What did you say, Corey? Bench your studs. I mean, he is a guy. He hasn't been a stud he this year, Keenan Allen. He hasn't been a stud, but, I mean, this is, what, this is what you drafted him for, to get you in there and help you win. I would – no, 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 I'm not going to go that far. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm quite sure Smith, Schuster, and Allen has probably been around the same the past month. But, anyway, I digress. He had those two weeks. He had two, you know. He had yeah. that blow game on Sunday night. He had a good game the, the next week. Keenan Allen's been hovering around 8 to 10 to 11 in the PPR. He hasn't been that bad. He's just been disappointed because he's Keenan Allen. 844-843-6879. We got another one, right? I don't, know if, I don't know if people are being funny. This is Jose in Houston. This might be Jose Altuve, American League MVP. <laughs> Jose Altuve calling the fantasy football frenzy. Jose, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Not Jose Altuve. How you doing, Jose? How can we help you? Uh, I'm doing good, man. I'm just in a little bind right now. I lost Thompson yesterday. But, I mean, my waiver wires are looking good, so I might be able to pick someone up. I can't, uh, Jose. Are you are you talking? Are, are you talking? And where are you at? In the basement or something? We can't really hear you. I heard you say you lost Chris Thompson. Now, what else you said? Hey, I lost Chris Thompson better, yesterday. Yeah. Oh, my bad, my bad. Uh, my other running back is Alvin Kamara. Um, I've been running with both of them since my wide receivers, all all of most of my wide receivers went down. 
So right now I only have Alvin Kamara, but my waiver wire is looking pretty good. Who you got out there? Uh, this Alex Collins out there, um, Frank Gore, uh, Jamal Williams, Duke Johnson, and I'll say like Bilal Powell and Matt Forte. This is a PPR standard. Uh, ten team standard. Ten team standard. That sounds like a ten team league waiver wire, Jake. What do you think? Nothing so. Duke Johnson Jr. I mean, if for him to make a pickup, what do you think? He had Duke Johnson Jr. on that. Alex Collins, right? You like Alex, Alex Collins? Alex Collins, I believe, has a nice uh, schedule. I got to double check it, but I do think the Ravens, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> look pretty. Look pretty. like they're going to the damn playoffs. <laughs> That's what they I look need to like. I double check that, but I, I think so. Alex Collins, the best out of that bunch, Jake. Alex Collins, Duke Johnson Jr., he said. Frank Gore, he said. 10 team standard. I- I thought, you, I thought there was one more. I was waiting for that one more. I was trying to figure and out. And a standard. And a standard, yeah. And a PPR, I'd actually go with Duke Johnson just because there's too many options in the backfield for the Ravens now with Danny Woodhead back. I agree with that 100%, but it's a standard, so I think it is Alex Collins, yeah. Matt. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm, I'm going Collins in, in this one. Even Woodhead there or Buck Allen, whoever it is, I think right now they're committed to him. And it was great. If you're an Alex Collins owner, it was great to see him get that touchdown yesterday. But in a PPR, it would be Duke Johnson. So no, no questions asked. Like he never really like gets in the end zone, though. Well, I got it yesterday, so maybe, yeah, you know. that helps. They blew them out yesterday, 23 to nothing. And, and then Mike Wallace did the Lambeau leap. That was a nice catch. Somebody called Mike Wallace earlier in the week. Was it Mr. Sussman? I don't know. I had him in my flex. You had him? Oh, you had him in the lineup? I had that Macklin. I was, everybody was well, on I mean, Macklin I, this week. I yeah, had that you had Macklin to, like, in the lineup. Jeez. You had to. I mean, Macklin should have been played. I mean, his previous two weeks were very good. But I mean, if, if you, we, I, think we, I forget what we talked about it on. But if you weren't going to play Macklin this week, then why have him on your team? I'm starting to ask myself that same question. He was letting me down a whole bunch. Hey, Ronald Darby and uh, and Ronald Darby. When Ronald, that was pass interference, by the way. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was pass interference. That was a travesty too. That was a touchdown for Dez. That was pass interference. Ronald Darby is always with Jameis Winston with something crazy go down with Jameis Winston. You notice this? Yeah, I was uh, trying to stand up for Jameis, at least putting it out there. Yep. And uh, George. Yeah, Patrick but at the same it. time. They already. They said the the lawyer, the prosecuting lawyer, is the same one from way back in 2012 or whatever it is. It's the same one. It's oh, the same wow. guy. So, yeah, a- a- ambulance chaser over there. By the way, Corey, I got an interesting tweet. See if you guys can guess. Top five point per game running backs the past month. Top five point per game running backs the past month. Melvin Ingram, Alvin Kamara. Melvin. Yeah. Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram. Come on. Mark Ingram. Alvin Kamara. <laughs> You got him backwards, though. It's Kamara, Kamara, then Ingram. All right, Kamara, Ingram. What do you think, Matt? Just a second. I'm trying to just think of teams right now. I mean, those two are the obvious. Or one and two. Oh, still t- t- Ty Gurley. Ty Gurley is five. Ty Gurley's still getting it done. All right, so we got three. We need two more. Is uh, I know it's going to be somebody is crazy. Is it like to be on Lewis in there or something? No. Okay. That would be my, that'd be my crazy one. Ryan McDowell, by the way. Uh, Matt Forte? Nope. Oh, you do, you're not going to say Alex Collins, are you? Nope. Um, hmm. Everybody in YouTube, give, give us you a w- thumbs up, please, what, before you nah, leave. You know, w- w- one more guess from Matt, and then I'll tell you. Okay. Uh, is it Austin Eckler? I have no idea. That'd be crazy. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> number three is LaShawn, LaShawn McCoy is number three. And who is four? 
Lamar Miller. Lamar Miller. Oh, my goodness. That was uh, McCoy was easy. We should have got that one. But Lamar Miller, I would have never got. Yeah, I would have never got Lamar Miller. No respect to Lamar Miller. Yeah, I I have very little to no respect for Lamar Miller. I I apologize, too. Uh, I got some sad news to pass along. Former NFL wide receiver Terry Glenn has died in a car accident. I believe his age was 43 years old. So that's uh, Terry Glenn, former New England Patriots, Dallas Cowboy. Who else he played for? That's it. That's all I can think of right now. That's just shame. 43 years old. So there you go right there. Rest in peace to Terry Glenn. Uh, dies in a car accident. Him and his family. Whatever. Notre Dame guy, right, Jake? Terry Glenn? No, Ohio State. All right. So <clears throat> so that's right there. His latest news. Let me Google. Uh, get up his Wikipedia and uh, figure out. Oh, yeah. Pull it up. I automatically see the Dallas Cowboys. Uh um, no, no, I'm I thought we were going to break. Who isn't in the top five? Back, something happened. Uh, CMC over the last month. I thought he would probably be there. CMC? Really? That's interesting. CMC over the just, last month? Just he think said that, he that volume. He's catching all those passes. Even a guy like Carlos Hyde uh, seems to be. I don't know how close he was to the five, but he's only listing the five. He's got the five wide receivers, too. All right, so there we go. Get ready to head to break now. And it happened in Urban, Texas with Terry Glenn, so um, it's definitely very sad. We come back. Everybody on YouTube, thumbs up on your way out the door. Shout out for rocking with us. We come back and get ready to put a bow on Overreaction Monday. Fancy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to DailyRoto.com premium and learn more about our awesome products. Final segment, Fantasy Football Frenzy. Like I said, uh, I was just telling you guys um, just now, Terry Glenn, former NFL wide receiver Terry Glenn, passed away 43 years old in a car accident. He's from Columbus, Ohio, C-Bus, same uh, place as the Ohio State University. Played for the New England Patriots, America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, and one season with the Green Bay Packers, Mr. Terry Glenn. So let's look at some of his numbers right here. <clears throat> uh 593 career receptions, 44 touchdowns, I don't know, 8,823 yards. He had some some years, 1999, 69 receptions, 1147, four touchdowns. It was a great year. 2005 in Dallas, 62 receptions, 1136 yards, seven touchdowns. So he's like a, he was like, uh, like a RB, like a wide receiver too. Those couple seasons for fantasy. You ever owned him on a fantasy team, Jake? You been playing that long? Mm, I never owned him, but I've been playing that long. Yeah. Yeah, I started playing in like '01, well '03, so he was like washed up by then. Well, not no, not to say that. You know what I'm saying? He was, he was on um, '98. Next year is gonna be about 20 year anniversary. Oh, really? You've been doing it for 20 years? Wow. Yeah. I wonder if he did, did, did Terry Glenn ever play in the Super Bowl? Yeah, he did. With New England, yeah. Tom Brady. I mean, not Tom Brady. Drew Drew Bledsoe. 
Did he play? Did he win a championship at Ohio State? I don't remember that. that. Yeah, I remember he was really good in college. Nah, he was. He was top draft pick. Remember, Bill Parcells didn't want him at first. Yo, Bill Parcells is usually takes kind of, a little yeah, time yeah, to warm up. He's a little time to warm up. He's an old school <laughs> kind of crusty guy. Yeah, exactly. Like. Remember, Dika, you got anything on the line tonight? Anything that you need? Anybody you need to come through for you big time? Uh, pretty much the guy I need to come through is Julio. It's pretty much even in the leagues where I didn't win, I'm fighting for the high score. And Julio and Jimmy Graham are probably the top two guys. And I wouldn't mind a Tevin Coleman good night. I right. have another one. Here. Jake. Oh, yeah, Jake. You said you don't really check until sometime today. So, um, I checked while we were doing the show. I, I need Julio tonight. Really need Julio tonight. I need, um, I, I need 11 from. Oh, oh, like Sussman. I, oh, that's Sussman. 11, 11 too. Well, mine's, yeah. mine's, mine's full PPR, so mine's more, a lot more doable. Yeah. <laughs> I need, um, I need, I got to beat EY. So I need, EY has Jimmy Graham, which is scary. And I, he's up by, I believe he's up by like 10. No, no, no. He's not oh, I have a Graham and another one. That's the other one I need. I need Graham to get me six in another mm-hmm. league, and I should be good. And it's a big night for me and Austin Hooper. We gotta, I need Austin Hooper and the Seahawks defense to come through so I can get this W versus EY. Uh, not, I'll be on a three-game losing streak in the flex. Well, it's falling well, apart. Reeling down the, you know, Damn. it's not a way to end the season, Corey. I do not like that. That that makes me feel bad when our team starts falling apart down the stretch. It made me feel like I was Fugazi the whole year long. Yeah, didn't, it happen, didn't it happen to Scott last year in the GST where he was like happens to Scott a lot, man. Well, that's, that's <laughs> hey, yo, hey, hey, Don Burns, we still got Trey in South Carolina. Trey in South Carolina. That's not Don Burns. That's Florio. Trey, what up? What's going on, man? How you doing? Ain't nothing, man. Sad news about Terry Glenn. I know, man. It is sad. It is sad. Um, I have a couple questions for you. Oh, sure. So um, I have Doug Martin and um, Amir Abdullah in this league that I'm in. I'm only allowed to have two running backs. So I'm thinking about dropping Abdullah for, yeah, I'm thinking about (laughs) dropping him, Abdullah, for either uh, Latavius Murray or Piran, so which one should I drop him for? And should I hold on to Doug Martin or should I drop him for the other? I, I'd, I'd cut Martin first, in my opinion. And who are you man. picking up? I would drop both for both. Yeah, but, I agree with that. But I mean, Doug Martin, Doug Martin, this mirage about him. The Bucks, I believe, now it's seven straight games without rushing for 100 yards. So you don't want any Buccaneer running backs. Yep, I think you cut both for both. I agree. I I, I agree with that, Trey. How did you get a W yesterday, Trey? Well, this yeah, week? I got a W. Good, good. How you feel? You, oh, yeah. You going oh, yeah. to the playoffs? Yeah, I'm going to the playoffs. The only thing that's probably going to kill me is that uh, the Eagles are just blowing people out, and Wentz isn't going to get me that many points, man. So. <laughs> yeah, you'd be all right, so, though. That's, that might kill me. Other things you can – other things – oh, oh I got the trade proposal. Uh-oh. All right, Chris – I'm trade – Chris Vaccaro wants Ben Roethlisberger. I'll be giving him – he would be sending me Orleans, Dark and Jameis Winston. I'm oh, going to hit accept on that. Yeah, I, I had a feeling you were. I, you know. Yes. You cannot tease me with Jameis Winston. He he knew your... Uh... My other quarterback in that league is Dak, too. Oh, yeah. look at that. Yeah, I need this. Brothers from another mother. There you go. Shout out to everybody on the fourth floor getting it done. Don Burns, Danny Oakers. I don't know who else is down there. But you're getting it done, too. All-in kid, Jake Seeley. He'll be back today, 4 p.m. Eastern time on Target Fantasy Football. For Wall Street, Matt Medica, I'm the Fantasy Executive Corey Parson. We out on Overreaction Monday.